All right, people, thanks for stopping by. This is Mike Williamson. I want to spend a few minutes talking about what I think a lot of us go through in life, and that is the quest for significance, the desire, the need to be relevant, to have importance, to have meaning, and to have purpose in life. We spend a lot of time seeking ways to be significant and important. We we look for things of this world to, to turn us on, to make us happy, to give us that sense of, of being important. Some of us want it through some sort of fame. We want to be a rock and roll star. We want to be some entertainer, uh, an actor or an actress. Or we just want to make a lot of money. And perhaps for most of us, regular, ordinary people, we are seeking that uh, sense of significance through our jobs, through our careers. Our motive, one of our motives, or one of our goals for all of this is the, the unquenchable desire for significance. We go through life, if you're, a, you know, a stay-at-home mom and, and your whole life consists of raising children and doing dishes and laundry every day and you don't get much intellectual stimulation because you just spend all your time at home. It's 24-7 watching kids, taking care of babies, diapers, whatever. Uh, that doesn't seem like a very fulfilling life. And you you raise three or four kids and you get to be age 40, 50 years old and you look at your life and, and think, what have I done? What have I accomplished? What's my purpose? My life has no meaning. Maybe your kids turn out great and maybe they don't, or maybe they just turn out ho-hum. Nothing spectacular happens in your life. And so we think we're failures. We think we failed at life because we haven't gained some sort of notoriety. We haven't invented some wonderful contraption that really benefits humanity. We just basically gone to work every day, put in our eight hours, or if you're a stay-at-home mom, you put in 24 hours a day and get little reward as far as the world's concerned. You might get a lot of reward from from being a mom and from raising children. But as they get older and they grow up and they, they move out, and you're left without any kids in the house, maybe you become a grandmother or grandfather, and that brings some purpose back into your life because now you've got grandkids to um, to help with, to direct and help guide and nurture and, and bring them up. So basically, if you're a mom or a dad or grandma or a grandpa, you're, you're kind of doing the whole child-wearing thing over again, you know, from a little bit of a distance because they're not, they're not your kids. But still, if you're close to the family, you do spend a lot of time with them and, and you, you know, you get blessed by them. But there's no big wahoo reward from society for that. Not like some rock star, you know, or some uh, actor or actress, A-list personality, uh, celebrity people that the celebrity status gives them a lot of buzz. And, of course, the money gives them a terrific buzz. So they get a terrific sense of worthiness and accomplishment and fulfillment, supposedly, from from being an A-list celebrity. Those are the things of the world, and if the world goes after those things and are satisfied with them, well, I guess they're happy. But as a Christian, I don't know how those things can, can in and of themselves, do it for us totally. We can be glad and grateful and, 
and enjoy and, and have passion over whatever we do in this life. But that's not our ultimate passion. Our ultimate passion is God, Jesus Christ, and the gospel. And and these things are not are not celebrated in the world. They're uh, they're hated. Uh, they're maligned. They're ridiculed. So you're going to be a Christian and and really live the gospel and preach the gospel. You're not going to be famous. And and if you get to be famous, it's because you're some whacked out guy who's just using Jesus Christ and the religious system to get a lot of money. You know, these celebrity pastors, celebrity preachers that, that have uh, 10, 20, 20,000 people in their, in their supposed church, you know, and they've got millions of dollars coming in. And they, they can use that to boost their egos and say that they've finally arrived and that they're a success. But, you know, a lot of people get to the top of the mountain and they get up there. And they find out that it's empty. Solomon, the King Solomon, you know, he was the biggest biggest thing happening back in his day. Uh, he was larger than life. Had all the money, all the fame, everything everything that he wanted. All the women. You know, what did he do? He, he wrote, vanity of vanities. <laughs> all is vanity. You get, to, you get to the end of life or you get older and you realize, you know, how much money you have, how much fame you have just doesn't do it. It doesn't do it for you. It's fleeting. It's of this world. And also, if you're a good-looking woman, a handsome-looking man, and you're, you got you got a personality that rocks, and you're young and vibrant, and you're a singer, entertainer of some kind, you can go a long ways with that. You get to be 40 years old, 50 years old. Your looks go. You, everything on your body is sagging. And uh, you're not an A-lister anymore. What do you do? Some people turn to drugs. Some people, some people overdose because they just can't take it. They can't take being nobodies anymore. If they, if they've lost, like uh, the song of the Righteous Brothers, you've lost that loving feeling. Well, once you've lost your game, nobody wants to talk to you anymore. You're a has been. Can you live with that? Can you stand that? If your whole life has been built on on fame and fortune. And that's what keeps you going. Once that's gone, what do you have? You've got money. You've got all your houses. But life is empty. We want significance. We want to be uh, needed. We want to be loved. We want to be valued. Or we want our lives to have value. Where do we go to get that? There's one, only one other place to get that, and that's in God. And in a, what we call, Christians call a, a relationship with God. And that's subject for another time, because what is a relationship with God? I've got a lot of questions about that, because Christians throw that word around, that phrase around so glibly, you know, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? Well, let's get into that in another episode and and uh, delve into what people mean by a personal relationship, because it's very obscure, and it's subject to, it's, it's subjective, <laughs> So we'll get that into another time. But significance, you want to have meaning in life, but this world can't give it to you ultimately. It's got to come from God. It's got to come from somewhere. And it comes inside. Where is a homemaker, a woman that stays home, raises five kids? It's, it comes from within. It comes from, indeed, a relationship with God because she's not famous and she's not wealthy. The only people that know her are her kids, and they might grow up and not want to be around her anymore or around their, their dad anymore. So you pour your life into these kids, and 25 years later, they, they're they on their own, and they, they really don't 
come around much anymore. They move across the country. So what do you do? You, you, you go play bingo or something with the old people? It's got to be something more going on in your lives than that. Because this world will fail us all. It fails us all. It fails to, to do it for us. And if people really find their their worth and their value in, in the things of this world, well, I imagine they're doing pretty well. They can hum along pretty well. Hope that world doesn't come crashing down on them. Because then they got nothing. We'll talk about this in another episode. Get a little bit deeper into it. Until next time, God's grace and his mercy and his kindness and his love be with us. Thanks again.